The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, well, welcome back to Rookie and the Vet. I'm Darren Leeds, joined here by Dante Furco. Our second episode, yeah. we're kind of just getting rolling. And uh, good timing on this this week. We've got the NFL draft that starts up um, at the end of this week. And a lot of buzz around uh, some Illinois players mm-hmm. this year. Um, it looks like we've got four to five guys yeah. who are potentially going to be drafted. And... Uh, not talking about, you know, Mr. Relevance or anything. These guys are actually going in some of the first couple of rounds. Um, but definitely some big potential. And uh, let's kick it off with uh, Devin Witherspoon. Looks like he's going to be actually a top 10 pick mm-hmm. this year. Um, and I kind of have to say... I do really like him getting drafted by the Detroit Lions. Mm. Um, they drafted Kirby Joseph, another former Illini player. Um, Devin played with him, and so it does look like they've got a good relationship. Obviously, they would gel really well on defense together, um, but I think that's a good pick. And I kind of started to develop a little bit of a soft spot for the Detroit Lions. They're in the NFC North against my Chicago Bears, but... Usually when I watch, uh, what is it, Hard Knocks training camp on HBO, sometimes I start to kind of root for some of those teams. I really like their coach, Mm -hmm. I have to say. Um, And so I think he kind of helped win me over a little bit. Um, But honestly, I think Witherspoon, great fit for that defense. Um, They turned it around this year. um, Oh, yeah. Definitely. And so I think he's got potential. And, I mean, we've got him at most – Mock drafts are kind of averaging him six, seventh pick. Six would put him with the Detroit Lions. Seven would put him in Las Vegas with yeah. the Raiders. So where, where do I even begin with Witherspoon? I where, mean, wherever you want. Witherspoon, he's just <clears throat> when you see him on the field up close and personal, like it's he's unbelievable. I mean, the way he defends, and what's great, there's so many corners. Nowadays, where they're either great in man coverage, great in zone coverage, but he is just outstanding in both. He allowed zero touchdowns this year. Like the amount of yards he let up was unbelievable. I remember I always think back to the Nebraska game. Their wide receiver was coming off like a 200 yard game. I think it was back to back 200 yard games for Nebraska. Goes up against Witherspoon, shut down, completely shut down. And Witherspoon just, just, extraordinary and what was so cool is just seeing the way the media kind of attached to him this year nobody knew him at the beginning of the year but they know him now they know him now and it could as you went on through the year 
people would slowly on social media see what he could do. And they'd be like, do you guys see this Witherspoon guy? Like, I remember Daniel Jeremiah, he, he, he's a reporter. He was like the first one to be like, guys, Witherspoon's going to be a top 10 pick. And everybody was like, mm. all the mock drafts still had him at like 20, 25, end of the first round. Jeremiah stuck through it. Just seeing the way the media kind of realized, I think that was really cool. Being able to see him up close to personal, seeing that he was legit, and then just seeing other people start to see he was legit. And what do you he's think legit. makes him such a lockdown defensive back? I, th- I, I honestly, I, I think going to his kind of personality and his determination with he he was a z- I'm almost positive he was a zero star coming out of high school, something like that. I like, think he, I was re- reading an article where literally he was like the last scholarship yeah. player in his recruiting class, and I heard a story that uh, the coach that recruited him actually got up on the desk or table and like pretty much put his foot down like we need to get this guy here into illinois and uh obviously it's paid dividends for them and it's guys like that that are the guys you want to draft there's just the ones that you know they even when they were doubted even when people looked over them they continued to work and that was witherspoon i mean but as, as you asked like what makes him so special one, his ability to defend um, the long ball, his ability to defend in the zone, as I mentioned, and then just the ability to not let the quarterback find his receiver. That's just something so good with Witherspoon. I mean, that's all, all the Illinois defensive backs, which we'll get to, just able to defend the, the ball. Now let's great. take a look at some of his stats from, uh, what is this, his junior season, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so... The one, the one that's huge in... As I mentioned, but I didn't go specifically, he didn't even allow 100 yards. Yeah. Throughout 12 games, he didn't allow 100 yards to a receiver he was defending. That's unbelievable. Like, I, I, I honestly, I, I'd never heard of like a wide receiver or a cornerback that's done that. Besides maybe like Jalen Ramsey when he was in college. Yeah. Because those are the kind of stats he put up. It's, it's unbelievable. So you think he's putting up Jalen Ramsey quality <laughs> stats? <laughs> I d- or at I least know. for college? I, I, I think he'll be a Pro Bowl corner you heard you heard it here okay i think in like three Early or four prediction. years i think he'll be a uh pro bowl corner he's that good i mean it's it's crazy and just talking to him you know he's he's got the right attitude about everything and then something i do want to bring up that you talked about with the detroit lions you know i had asked him you know if the lions are there at six and they decide to choose you how cool would it be to be with Kirby Joseph, and he was like, "That's my dog." Can you imagine those two? I know on opposite ends of the fields. I mean, yeah. we're talking no fly zone for quarterbacks. I feel yeah. like, and I mean, Kirby himself, very impressive. What picked off Rogers a handful twice. of times, twice in one game. Yeah. I think it was something like that. But he he just kept saying, "That's my dog. That's my dog." I would love to team back up with him, and I'll tell you something. That honestly, I'd pro- I'm probably the only one that can say this. But when I stuck around after Witherspoon's pro day, everybody left. I was filming a couple things for myself in the station, and the Lions were just standing there talking to Witherspoon for like 20 minutes. Okay, just alone for like 20 minutes. They had three representatives there just talking to Witherspoon, and I couldn't I couldn't hear much. I didn't want to eavesdrop, but I could just hear conversations. They thought he had such a great workout. Like yada yada, so it just felt like like this is this could happen. 
Witherspoon could be a Detroit line. I think it'd be a great fit. Yeah. Uh, he's a Florida guy, so it's going to be a little cold in Detroit. I mean, it's cold here. Thankfully, they play inside. They, they do so. play inside. A very benefit of playing in Detroit. Yeah. But I think it could be a match made in heaven. And if he falls, maybe he ends up in Chicago. Maybe. I mean, they had two representatives at his pro day, too. Um, Always like to see some of the guys from U of I mm-hmm. transition to the Bears. And, I mean, they play in similar conditions. I mean, we're only a couple hours south of there. So yeah. you kind of get that feel for it during your college season. And, I mean, you're going to be playing, I mean, next to Lake Michigan. And, granted, it can be a little bit colder. But, yeah, definitely uh, mm-hmm. you kind of get that feel for it. Rather than someone who's playing at, say, Georgia. And then it's like, welcome to – Minnesota, uh-huh. you know, and it's, I mean, granted, they play indoors too, but yeah. somewhere that's cold in atmosphere. Every, yeah, everybody gets go. a rude awakening when they go to Buffalo and they're like, yikes, I didn't realize it was this bad. Right. In terms of the temperature, not the team. Yeah. Um, no, Buffalo Bills are a very good team. But what I will so. say as we wrap up with Witherspoon, you know, he's, there were so many mock drafts where like, yes, some people had him at the six, but then people were having him around 23, 20, but now it feels like I haven't seen a mock draft with him beyond like the 10th to 13th spot. So yeah. Where like positive for him. A lot of draft yeah, boards like that. a lot of Detroit lions, people projecting a lot of Raiders at the seven spot, as well as the Falcons with the eight. But I, what, what I'll tell you though, I don't remember. And I, I talked to somebody with Illinois football about this yesterday, seeing him at the Raiders spot. I don't think I saw any Raiders representatives at his pro day, Interesting. but I was missing two teams. That I didn't know. There were 23 teams there. I only counted 21. I had that list on my Twitter. I was missing two teams. So could have been the Raiders could have been there, but I just don't remember seeing them. Hmm. That that was another team that, you know, has had their eyes on Witherspoon at the seventh spot. All right. And it's pretty much all defensive players for U of I this year, except for Mr. Chase Brown, uh, our running yeah. back. Um if you want to talk about him coming up next, or do you want to talk about his brother, Sydney? I mean, that's Sydney, an interesting story Sid, too. Sydney's probably gonna be the next guy for Illinois taking off the board. And what's crazy is he could be a second round pick. I mean, not crazy. You watch him play. He's great, but I don't think anybody really expected that at the beginning of the year with Sydney Brown, but he's just electric. I mean, he's, he, I would say he's one of the best safeties in college football this year. People noticed it. I mean, he, Many different all teams. I mean, he was USA All-American second team, pro football focus, third team, and then all Big Ten first team yeah. by the coaches. He was just that good. Nobody really talked. I mean, yes, people within Illinois talked about him. But in terms of the mainstream media, nobody really talked about him as one of the best defenders. But he showed out day in and day out. And then that game against Northwestern, in a game that was a blowout for Illinois, he had more touchdowns than his brother Chase. And Chase is an offensive player who right. scored a touchdown that game. Sydney had two touchdowns that game. And where do mock drafts have him at? We were kind of looking at one. Yeah, uh, so we, we saw the one on uh, NFL that had him at 49th, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know my dad would love that. Yeah, that'd be a good fit for him. I definitely, Pittsburgh, very strong historical With defensive, defensive team. Um, and I think he would fit in pretty well there. What do they have him listed as a safety? Yep, safety. Okay. I, I, I especially they do have Minka Fitzpatrick there. I mean, he's maybe the top safety in the NFL, one of the top, which I mean would be great to learn next yep, to. Exactly. That's why I would love to see him with my Minnesota Vikings. We have Harrison Smith, future Hall of Famer, at least in my opinion. Um, but able to learn with a guy like that, and who's probably in his last year with the Vikings, if I had to guess. 
then hand the torch over to him. I just want I just yeah. want to see somebody from Illinois get drafted the Vikings. I will say that's one thing when I'm looking at the NFL draft is two things is are they going to fit into this system well? Mm-hmm. And two, who are they going to be learning under? And yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick, that's somebody great to have take you under your oh, their wing and just kind of learn that. But yeah, Sydney plays that hard nose football style. I think Pittsburgh would be a great fit for him, um, hands down, absolutely. But again, love to see these guys come yeah. to Chicago. We just don't have that pick. I, I, I hope we'll talk about Chase in a minute. I hope those. I hope Sydney and Chase could draft to the same team. That would be cool. So that they could be together once again. I mean, the odds of that are technically one in 32. I mean, how long have they been playing together? For a while. Since yeah. I mean, Chase. High school, you I, I forget guess. exactly where college Chase came to be, or went to before Illinois. But, I mean, he just, uh, seeing those two together on the field, just, eh, I think it'd be special. Especially for his, for his mom. I mean, like, yeah. um, there was a big... I remember Big Ten did a interview with his mom, and that that's just it, it was so cool to watch, just seeing because she hadn't been to one of the games in a while. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully they both end up near Canada, sure, where you know the family can travel close and see them play going forward. But another guy, defensive guy, Jartavius Martin, Quan Martin, as yep. he goes by, that's another. I mean, the defensive backs at Illinois, unbelievable. He's going to get drafted probably third round. We saw him in mock drafts. Um, just another player who's able to lock down. Yeah, and I think they had the projection for him going to uh, San Francisco 49ers, which, again, mm-hmm. I think is a good fit. Oh, of course. Um, great defensive unit out there on the West Coast. Um, but, again, some good players to kind of learn under as well if he's not going to make a direct impact his rookie season we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets and Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Definitely uh, a backup role and then second year coming in and hitting the ground running. Mm-hmm. And I mean, San Francisco always turns middle of the pack round picks into superstars on defense. Right. I mean, there are their cornerbacks, defensive backs were outstanding this year. I mean, you had Ward, um, Kyle Shanahan just knows what to do on defense. I, I forget if he's a defensive or offensive minded coach, but it seems like he's able to really get a wrap around his defense player. Yeah. But also with that being said, D'Amico Ryan's left San Francisco. He's now with the Texans as the head coach. So I think we'll be, we might see if, that shifts a little bit with if they're that good on defense. Yeah. But I think it'd be a good spot for him, but he's a great player. And, you know, he was one of the four players that were expected to be drafted that played in the bowl game. You know, he went out there. Not, not that I knocked the other players for um, not playing. Every situation is different, but, you know, he went out and balled with his guys and then talking to him after he just seemed excited and blessed to have that, that whole opportunity with Illinois and just 
he talked about himself growing throughout the years and you know the next chapter for him hopefully like i keep saying i just want to see someone drafted the vikings right could be him maybe but you never know you never know because i mean obviously you know these professionals are taking the time putting all this together but crazy things happen teams trade up and sometimes they pick somebody who you didn't even have at that spot so and yeah one final guy chase brown about, chase brown who's expected to be drafted uh we've seen him about fourth round maybe fifth round i know the mock draft we looked at with nfl had him at the top of the fourth. Actually, thinking about it, that would have been back-to-back picks on that mock draft. Jartavius at the end of the third, and then we saw Chase at the beginning of the fourth. That'd be cool. And they've got him actually going to the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. So staying in the orange and blue. Yep. Staying in state. State. Um, great running back. You know, I really was surprised this year that he was not in that Heisman conversation. Mm-hmm was going out every weekend, putting up 200-yard games. I think the one thing that did hurt him was the lack of touchdown production out of Mm him, Um, but definitely a workhorse. I mean, that was one of the big reasons that I was trying to get to games this year was I want to watch Chase Brown run that football. And, like, big yard plays – monster games um so i do think he's got some great potential mm-hmm. yeah the lack of touchdowns definitely kind of hurt his just success as far as that heisman race mm-hmm. went but he is still an amazing running back um i think he'll do solid in any team and i mean the bears just got rid of their workhorse david montgomery yep definitely could look at Chase Brown kind of starting to step into that position. They've got also Khalil Herbert in Chicago in the backfield. Um, But, yeah, Chase definitely kind of that grounded pound running back. And he – I mean, he's small. That's not knocking him for him. Just saying when a lot of NFL scouts with running backs – it's it, they it's they're a little hesitant drafting that smaller back just because of history, but I mean he averaged 136 yards per game last year. Yeah, like that's crazy. That's I I I know he fin- so at the end of the regular season he finished second in the yards total. He got beat out by FAU's running back, um, but sorry not FAU UAB running back. Um, and then he didn't play in the bowl game, so he fell a little bit since they count bowl game stats into the end of the year, which. I'll never understand, but um, yeah, no, he, he brings a lot to the table. He's able to catch the ball too. Yeah. I mean, he's not just the, I mean, Derek, I was just not comparing to Derrick Henry, but I'm saying like Derrick Henry, you're not really expecting him to catch the ball a lot. No, he's more handed to you, let you yes. go bruise up some guys. But and... with Chase, you know, he's able to go on actual wheel routes or line up. I don't think he lined up at the slot, but I think he's a guy that could line up at the slots that some teams do with or running backs. But I think I think he brings a lot to any team that drafts him. He's a great guy too. I mean, he the, the, him and his brother have continued to be on like NFL Network and different shows this week and just hearing the way they talk. They they're just I think they're they're built for the NFL. Yeah. Interesting storyline with them. Um, maybe could be another Travis, Jason, Kelsey kind of duo. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe one day they get to a Super Bowl and then their mom gets uh-huh. to be more airtime than what they have actually like during yeah. the game. But yeah, love seeing that kind of thing. Definitely a unique story. Two brothers going into the draft together after playing together at the same school as well. Um, but yeah, wish them all the best of luck and hopefully uh, 
maybe we can hear something from them uh, mm-hmm. after. We'll try and reach out and see. Yeah. No guarantees, but I don't know. I think it'd be cool to try and maybe get of one of course. them on here. Yeah, of course. They're, they were always great to talk to. And Sydney was always one of the players that would speak to the media after. She was one of the team captains. He'd speak to the media after the losses. And, I mean, he always, he always had a positive attitude about things. He's one of the guys that, like, it's a perfect guy to talk after a loss because he knows how to break it down, knows how to, you know, move on and focus on whatever's next. But something I do want to add before we kind of move on to the next thing, I had said Chase Brown went to a school prior to Illinois' Western Michigan. He spent a year there. I think – I wonder if that was the year they went undefeated. or they, I remember they started one year like 10-0 and 0 and everybody was like, oh, this team might be something good. But, yeah, Western Michigan before, then came to Illinois. So technically didn't come on the same route as his brother, but ended up getting on, you know, that same road. But what are your, I mean, as you mentioned, NFL draft, obviously. What are your kind of impressions heading into this year's draft? I don't know. Bears kind of threw a wrench into the mix, you know, had that number one pick, um, ended up trading it. Um, Looked like they were going to go for a defensive player that uh, in the first round, Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they went after Bijan Robinson out of Texas, mm-hmm. another great running back. Um, probably is going to be the first running back taken oh, in this yeah. year's draft. Um, but I know they had him slipping to ten. Yeah, so that'd be the Eagles. Yeah, I don't think the Eagles need a running back. The thing is, is that literally slipped under the rug. Nobody talked about Miles Sanders left and. The offseason. Did he? Yeah, he's with the Panthers now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. They didn't want to they, – is they have way too many guys under max contracts right now. Oh, yeah. I would honestly be surprised if Bijan drops lower than that 10 spot. So if, if, the, if the Bears want to get him, they got to get him at – they got to get him right before. Right? I think you take him, honestly. Um, again, with David Montgomery's departure, mm-hmm. he's now over in Detroit. Um you're going to need a dynamic yeah. kind of running back. Khalil Herbert helped to fill that role with the Bears last year. I mean, he had some monster games, too. Of course. Um, just, I think they trust him if all else fails. Yeah. Because he's solid. And then they also got Deontay Foreman coming in uh, from Carolina. But I do think if you add a guy like Bijan Robinson and you added DJ Moore in the offseason, I mean, you're setting yourself up for a great future with the Bears. Right. But what I will also say is they need defenders as well. Right. I think they need – a guy coming off the edge is a dominant guy, which could be Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. I think it's going to depend on who is there. Right. It's going to depend. I just, what would surprise me. And is, I mean, they cleaned house with the defense last the, year. Yeah. Getting rid of. Khalil Mack. He was gone a couple years ago. Okay. Um, this year it was. Or wait, did Khalil go from the Raiders to the Bears or the Bears to the Raiders? Raiders to Bears. Okay. 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 Because. I forget what the deal was. That was when Gruden was the head yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't and remember. And pretty much when we got him in Chicago, we were like, thank you very much. And then much. That, that next year, he was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. And so last year, we got rid of Robert Quinn. Yep. And oh, then... Um, not Akeem Hicks, was it? I they I remember they did get rid of another guy. It was like the same time. One to the Eagles, one to the Ravens. Um. Yes. Yeah, I'm blanking too. Uh, he played in... I, know, I, can, I can picture him. Played at Georgia. We're going to have to look this up really quick. Why am I blanking on this? But, yeah, I mean, they did let go of some Roquan people. Smith. Roquan Smith. All yes. right. I was like, man, why can I not think of think of this guy's name? Yeah, two of our biggest names on defense. But I will say those rookies on the Bears defense really stepped up last year. 
uh, Brisker. Um, there, is that the corner? They have a really good young corner that I like. The corner, the safety. I think Bears, yeah, like you said, we need mm-hmm. some linebackers. I mean, Jack Sanborn's entering his second year, so we'll see his how his production yeah. kind of changes a little bit. Um, but what I'll say is if, if Jalen Carter drops to the Bears, I think no doubt they should draft him. Like, that is a monster on the defensive Isn't line. Isn't this the young man who just – yeah, he's having some legal troubles. Yeah, having some legal troubles. I do think he'll go to the t- in the top ten. I think it's all being handled. I I don't know. So much stuff that I know. But and he, you got to think he's a guys, monster, though. I mean, they say he's the best player in the draft. Okay, it's just he's he's been hit by. You got to keep your nose clean, especially when yeah. your entire future is on the line. Yeah, but that's Let one guy. If he's there, you draft him. I mean, same with Witherspoon. Sure. If Witherspoon's there, you draft him. Um, but, I mean, obviously, they're not going after quarterback. But that trade, when they traded to the Carolina Panthers to send away that one spot, look, I, would, I was not – I mean, I'm not a Bears fan, so I shouldn't technically be disappointed. I felt like they shouldn't have dropped that far. They are a team that needs high-end talent. If you're going to trade, you try to get with a team that's in, like, the 5-6 spot, where at least you're getting a top-five player. I mean, DJ Moore, he's great. I think, yeah. Oh, he's, he's great. going to be – Justin Fields, number one this next year. Yeah. We got a great tight end in Cole Komet, and we just signed Robert Tunyon Robert from Tunyon. the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Um, and now the Packers are looking like they're going to be bottom of the NFC North. Yeah. No more Aaron Rodgers. Thank it's Jordan Love time. Thanks. And I mean, they don't have wide receiver. I mean, well, they got um, uh, what am I blank? Uh, Christian Watson. Yep. Young wide receiver. And he really came on at the end of last yeah. year. But I mean, they're they're in a rebuild mode. Yeah. Whether they like it or not. Jordan Love is not going to come out and make the playoffs the first year. I'd I'd be shocked. Um, but I mean, hey, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, Detroit Lions have their number now. They beat them three times last year, right? Mm-hmm. And that final loss took them out of that wild card spot. Yeah. And not that not that anybody cares because the Vikings are not an Illinois team, but I'm ho- I'm hoping the Vikings draft a quarterback this draft. I so, really hope so. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So Dante's from New York area, yes. and when he first got hired, there's an explanation. Here, there's always an explanation. I was asking him, so are you a Jets guy, a Bills guy, or a Giants guy? And he says none of those. And he goes Minnesota Vikings. And I just tell tell him why. I, I was a Dante Culpepper fan. All right. There's, I, I didn't grow up with many Dantes. Like, I, Dante's, I, it feels like a, what's the word? Uh, not a rare name, sure. but like, you don't mean Not any, super common, yeah, like not a common. Mike or a Chris or. And just seeing kind of a guy with the same name when I was young, like five, I hooked onto that. And then seeing Randy Moss, I was a big Randy Moss guy yep. when he was a Viking. I think everybody was a big yeah. Randy Moss. So guy. it was weird. Um, yeah. I mean, then. Uh, while we're here, I mean, I'm a Sixers fan because the Sixers originated in Syracuse. They won an NBA championship in Syracuse as a Syracuse Nationals. Then they ended up being, I think they went to Golden State and then Philadelphia. I forget the whole route. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's a little history for you. But w- while we're on the topic of this, because this was this is a huge debate uh, among my friend group, and I want to bring it up to you to hear your thoughts. So you know how, like, the New York City and, like, people call it New York, New York – and whatnot and <laughs> so new york when you think of new york sports teams and under that new york like do you include the bills and the sabers 
Hmm. Like, like you know how when everybody says New York, you're listing the Yankees, the Mets, Knicks, the Knicks, yeah. Nets, um, uh, Giants, and Jets. Do you think of New York, or do you think of the Bills and the Sabers? Should they be under that category? I mean, all right. It's it's it, so just because it's in the state of New York, I think yes. But usually, when I hear someone say Buffalo, then I'm like, all right, Bills, Sabers. Um, and probably the Bills first off the bat. Um, but everyone else kind of has that New York banner. Like, is it, is it the New York, when you, when you say New York teams, is it the New York city teams? And as someone from central New mm-hmm. York, who, whenever I say New York, people think of New York city, that's always bothered me. But the reason right. this came up, I mean, it's been a debate for a while, but the reason this came up is because I saw a list of the top players in New York teams. And Josh Allen, no bills were listed, so that's why I was like, like, why, why, why is interesting? This? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to throw the the Buffalo teams in there. Yes, it's not New York City metro area, uh-huh. but it's in the state of New York. So, do you think those teams should have their own kind of category? It's only two teams. I mean, it's only the Sabers and the Bills, but like, right. I don't know. It, it, it's a random conversation huh. I brought up, but it's something I, I just thought I'd get your opinion on. I mean, I'll say, I guess, short answer, yes. I think you put them New York teams, Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Sabres. I will say, though, because I'm for counting the Bills and the Sabres into the New York conversation. Just to point this out, the Jets and the Giants don't even play in the state of New York. Correct. So, yeah, New so Jersey. Just, so just saying. They need to just change their so name if, to New Jersey. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't know about their training facilities, but I mean, their stadiums in New Jersey. Right. So that's that's a conversation for another time. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, any, anything else with the NFL draft that, you know, is going to happen this this week? No, I think it's going to be exciting. Um, definitely, I'm excited to see uh, what the Bears are going to do. I'm excited to see where these Illini players are going to land. Um, definitely going to be rooting for them, no matter mm-hmm. what team they go for. I mean, maybe try and pick up a Chase Brown jersey with you know whoever he gets to, or Sidney Brown, or you know Devin Witherspoon. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, and. I'm just, I'm just hoping my Vikings do well. I want a quarterback. Give me Will Levis, even though he eats bananas with the peel. I'd rather see Richardson go to. I do like Richardson because Richardson needs to learn behind a quarterback for a year, in my opinion. You think Kirk Cousins? He's not the quarterback at all, but <laughs> but at least he's a veteran compared to. Yeah, what, that's and true. I've, I've seen him with the Seahawks, but I just don't. I like Geno, but I, I mean, what has he done? He's been a starter for one year. Is he really the guy to learn behind? No, and especially going back to his time with the New York Jets Mm -hmm. and, like, was very impressive coming out of West Virginia. Um, But then it was just, like, what happened to this guy? Or, I mean, that was a point when I think the New York Jets were at their all-time low. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he had a good season with Seattle this last year. But, I mean... I think that's just because nobody's seen tape on this guy for mm-hmm. a decade or so um, or like had to match up against him. But I don't think he comes out doing that again. I think Seattle's going to have to move on to um, I wouldn't say Geno Smith is somebody to learn from. Yeah. <laughs> just my opinion. No, that, that I, I agree 100 percent. 
But I like a lot of the quarterbacks this year. But next week, planning on talking about Illinois, the players coming into Illinois for basketball. Yeah, some exci- number of exciting guys games to, in. to keep an eye out for. Quincy Garrier just announced this week he'll yep. be coming into Syracuse from or coming into Illinois from, from Oregon and Syracuse and Syracuse before and that. then Marcus Domask from Southern Illinois and Justin Harmon from Utah Valley. Still think they need to go. I, I guess Quincy kind of fits the mold of a tall big man rather than a more physical Dane Danger like. Um, but yeah, definitely gonna need to break down those yep. guys and that's what, something we're gonna do next what, week. What they bring to the Illinois program. Sounds good. Yeah. So All right. That'll do it here on Rookie and the Vet. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify and other podcast streaming platforms. And you can watch the video if you're not already of our podcast up on our YouTube, ABC News Channel 20, as well as Fox, Illinois. All right. That'll do it on this episode of Rookie and the Vet, and we'll see you next time.